0: Welcome to Top 5, a show where we count things down and we put them into tension. We give them Snuggies and give them Swirlies. Snuggies? And uh, we make them do lines out on the football field until you throw up. Welcome to Top 5.
1: We don't do any of those (laughs) things.
0: This week's Top 5, the Top 5 Things That You Hated About High School... This was sent in from one of our listeners who said, hey, I'd like to hear about the top five things that you guys hated about high school. Oh, wow. So I said, OK. And, you, and
2: so with your producer skills, you derived a show out of that. Exactly.
0: Although I'm making it a little Weird. bit different because I thought I'd probably give some perspective if we talked a little bit about our high schools before we got into our list so that people kind of had some kind of perspective. Mm-hmm. So for me, I grew up uh, about 30 minutes to 45 minutes south of Lawrence, Kansas, uh, which is in the eastern part of the state. Uh, But I grew up in a very small town. Our uh, city was about 800 people. I lived about two and a half miles south of that town. Um, So I had to ride in either on the bus or ride in with um, with my mom, who was a teacher at the school, which, you know, she was grade school. I was high school. Mm -hmm. Our high school. Uh, was a combination of three smaller elementary schools from around the western part of the county mm-hmm. to form one high school. And we barely would be a 2A school, which means I think it's 200 students' 2A school. Oh, uh, who knows anyway. So we were relatively yeah, yeah, yeah. small. And this is in the mid-1980s. Um, our school was one hallway, lockers on both sides with classroom on both sides, an auditorium that, uh, mm-hmm. that uh, was part gymnasium, part uh, oh, yeah. cafeteria, part... Uh, Stage Stage. for theater. (laughs) Most of the students were farm kids. I mean, yeah, there were a lot of kids that lived in this town of 800. Most of them were farm kids. So when we are in the uh, daylight savings time right now, we're back to the school time. Literally half the kids were involved in harvest Mm -hmm. or involved in some way with farming. And so it was a good thing that we had summers off because that's yeah. what uh, people would do during the summertime. So that's kind of a little background was, about my high school, Pomona High School in Pomona, Kansas.
3: Was your high school – they also have like the junior high attached to it?
0: No. The junior high was actually attached to the uh, grade school. So oh, okay. it was like kindergarten yeah. through – um like eighth grade or something? Fifth – yeah. Kindergarten through fifth grade was on one hallway of this building where the middle school and Grade school were, and then there was three classrooms for sixth, seventh, and eighth grade on the other side. Now, after I left, they did some reorganization and they built a new gymnasium the year after I left, and they moved the middle school into the new Mm -hmm. building that housed the gymnasium. So, you know, I'm sure Zach, your school is very much like mine.
3: My school is also very small. Uh, my graduating class had 24 people in oh, it. Oh,
0: Yeah, then I got you beat. I had 30 some people in nice. mine. Nice. Uh, yeah.
3: Uh, ours was split down the middle. It was 12 boys, 12 girls. Wow. That was interesting. Everybody had a date for prom. Uh, yeah. Um. So <laughs> let's see. High school very small. Western Kansas. Uh, Quinner is about probably about 800 yeah. people. Uh, one mm-hmm. A school. Um, our junior high is actually attached, but our junior high, unlike most people I found out, was actually only seventh and eighth grade. Not sixth. Hmm.
0: Interesting. Which always.
3: I don't know, yeah, it's always mine was off like to me. that too. Was it? Okay. A lot of people yeah. I talked to was like, "Oh no, sixth, seventh, eighth was junior high." Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Just kind of the run of the mill high school for farm, Kansas. Most A of the lot kids A farm, lot of right? farm kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the major sports and uh, pretty much yeah, that's it. Okay. I don't really, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like really small. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah, yours sounds because our school flip flopped between one and two A a lot. Yeah, ours this was d- back before they combined one A two A. Like they, well, I don't even know if they no, do that it's now. All split. They did it for a while, but um, yeah, we would flip flop between one A school and a two A school.
3: Ours did for a while, and then when I got into high school, it was all one A. The rest okay, of the, you, you the them never, over. You'll never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> all the graduating classes started getting smaller, smaller and, and smaller and yeah. smaller and smaller.
0: Yeah, and that's a big problem in Western Kansas.
3: Yeah, except so they say now, like down like my siblings are mm-hmm. they're
0: actually like growing oh good Which is interesting good yeah rodrigo mr uh did you flip between los angeles and no columbus no. or were you always in columbus
2: no i went to high school uh exclusively in columbus ohio um i went to a relatively small high school uh, <laughs> that had
0: more students than our entire towns combined that had more students
2: actually it wasn't it wasn't that big um, because it was a school that was built in the seventies. Ah, okay. So it had so, some size yeah. capacity Yeah. So you couldn't get that many kids in there. Did they have trailers? Um, no, no. I mean, it was just, it was kind of lock of the draw if you ended up at Centennial. Otherwise you went to a bunch of, you know, any other school yeah. in the, in the district. Um, My school was incredibly diverse because the English as a Second Language program was housed there, Mm. Mm. like... For the whole district or... Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I went to school with kids from China, with kids from Somalia, with kids from all over Latin America, Um, and... Uh, I'm trying to think of what other kind of relevant general information. I mean, it was an urban school. Sure. Yeah, comparatively. Um, was, I mean, it was oh, smack sure. in the middle of the city. Oh, cool. um, not, not like downtown, downtown, but it was like, you know, there weren't any like fields or trees or yeah, anything yeah. around. It was like over here was a neighborhood, over here was a neighborhood, and over here was like one of the major streets mm-hmm. uh, of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, comparative. My school was
0: probably ninety nine point nine percent white. I think there was one Hispanic student um, and that was about it. Matthew, what about you?
1: Oh, I changed high schools a lot. Um, I started out.
0: Kept kicking you out, uh, did they?
1: Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Um, I I started out in uh, Mitchell County at uh, Beloit Junior Senior High School, which was oddly progressive in a weird sort of Midwest Kansas strange sort of way uh and then uh, each year i would basically downsize to a smaller school i was in uh russell for a while at russell high school tellingly when you walk out the front door of russell high school the first thing you see is the mascot but the mascot is a bucking bronco facing the street so as you exit school the first thing you see is a horse is behind which i found Pretty appropriate for my stay in Russell. And then I downgraded to uh, Lincoln High School. Uh, there were like 30 people in my graduating class, yep. 300 people in the whole school, 1,300 people, depending on the time of year in town. Some people, more people lived there around harvest than not. Oh,
0: yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That, mm-hmm.
1: It's actually, if you go look it up, it's legally referred to as Lincoln Center, Kansas, because mm-hmm. there's a much larger city, Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, but actually, this is fascinating. I graduated from not only the same high school, but the same physical plant, the same actual building that my grandfather graduated from in 1939.
0: That's well, that's not that's not too uncommon. I mean, the the school um, there's a lot of schools around here that are borderline 100 years old. And I know in uh, in Ottawa, the junior high, which used to be the high school, was uh, built in like 1920. And uh, when I was going there, and so there was a lot of activities yeah. that took place at that at that well, place.
3: That's like fifty years apart. Yeah, that's that's really awesome. that's a long time. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. 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 So I guess for those uh, of you I that just, are, I just found the uh, total enrollment okay. of my high school now mm-hmm. is eight hundred students. Wow, that's a lot.
4: Yeah. Except it's super small. Super for a, small for, for an urban, urban, urban school. school. Yeah, that's, that's smaller
3: but the, than. But that's
1: that's the whole town.
3: Yeah, that's, yes, that's I, the I, whole town, yeah, town that I grew up in. I get that. That's that's smaller than A's eye. Yeah. But is it a
0: magnet school, right, or not? You said it was for, no. foreign, lang- for foreign language. No, no. Or... Um English is a second language.
2: No, no, no. Yeah, that's not a magnet <laughs> <Different> school. <one. laughs> that's, my, this was not a school where you, where Americans went to learn other languages. This was a school where people from other countries went oh. to to learn English. Mm-hmm.
0: So, what, what is the population base in Columbus? Is it declining? Do you know,
2: or is it increasing? No, it's or? increasing. Columbus is now like the big,
0: is actually the biggest city in Ohio. Interesting that it's such a small school then for that size. Because I know it's, my like my well, cousin, um, maybe she went to. Um, she went to a school in Alabama. When she graduated, there were 300 people in her graduating class, yeah. and the and that would have been like 1,200 people total in mm-hmm. the school.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I think it's um, again, it's because it's an old school. Mm-hmm. It was it was built in the 70s. Actually, it, the, the reason why it's called Centennial High School is because it was built, built for the Bicentennial. 70, yeah, uh, seventy-seven. Yeah, yep. Cool.
0: All right. So the top five things that we hated about high school. Uh, My number five, jocks versus nerds, is probably a pretty typical one that people are going to have on their list or that people experience in high school. Ours was really, really different because the school was so small. We did have jocks and we did have nerds, but there wasn't – I mean there were some really jerky jocks.
2: There were like five jocks and one nerd, Mm -hmm. so it was
0: like
1: extra bad. It was probably – Everybody was was Stan Gable.
0: No, because everybody everybody was farm. Everybody was – I mean, the biggest classes that we had were wood shop and metal shop or the <laughs> most yeah. enrolled classes. We actually, there was actually a class that built houses for people mm-hmm. in the community. Like wow. my, the, the house wow. that I grew up in that my parents had built, they had the high school kids build our house during Friday. class time. Yeah. Yeah.
3: We had, a, yeah, there was like an advanced woodworking class that would go and like finish people's basements and yeah. do like roofing and stuff. Yeah. Crazy.
0: So those were like the top three, three classes. So Everybody played and we'll get into sports in a little bit, but everybody kind of played a sport. And if you didn't play a sport, you were the nerdy kids. Um, But I don't. And so the reason why I hated that so much is because the jocks were Uber. The jock jocks were the Uber jock jerks uh, that would slam you into a locker try to shove you into a locker slap your books out of your hand slap your books out of your hand um i remember one time um it was toward the end of the school year and i was going to clean out my locker and they had just shoved glass bottles because coke used to come in and pepsi used to come in (laughs) glass bottles and they stacked them all up in my locker so that the moment i opened up my locker all the glass bottles came falling out and shattered all over the hallway and of course i was the one that got in trouble with it. Yeah. And uh, my science teacher yanked me out of the hallway, made me sit down. He goes, well, when everyone else is done cleaning out their lockers for the day, you may go and you may go and clean out your locker. So I was like the last person to leave school mm-hmm. on that last day. So um, the jocks could be real jerks. But on the flip side of this, there were a lot of athletes who were really intelligent students. Mm-hmm. And so when it came time to do quiz bowl and math relays and that kind of stuff, a lot of us were on the same playing field. Um, I kind of straddled both sides, where I did a lot of sports, but I also um, did a lot of uh, academic stuff. So that's kind of where I sat. But the jocks versus nerds thing was always a problem, and uh, that is why it is at my number five.
2: Interestingly, in my school, and I think this had something to do with our, like, colossal losing record, Mm -hmm. there just wasn't that much clout to being a jock. Yeah,
3: Ours was interesting because there, sports was such a prevalent thing uh, in Quinter that there certainly were like jock types,
4: mm-hmm. but
3: also Quinter, uh, we're, we were like, a lot of smart people did sports. A lot of the smartest kids would do sports as well. So all we right. were all inquisible together. And um, f- like acting and forensics were such a big deal yeah. Yeah. that some of the... Like we all people that did played sports were also in forensic, yep, so then we're yep. all just like improv ing and doing mm-hmm. weird stuff together, or mm-hmm. we're all just like weird at points. So it really, yeah, it did that like kind of balance out too. But there certainly yeah. was, uh, not to the degree you were saying of yeah. uh, the kind of bullying no, I mean, really that happened in corner. I
0: mean, these were the bullies were the ones that signed up for the marines the day they turned eighteen. Interesting. And were ready to ship out by the time. I mean, the day that they graduated, or the week after they graduated, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they were in the Marines and and kicking butt. So nothing against the Marines, nothing against our armed forces. I'm glad that people serve, but that was how um, aggressive they were uh, as far as their personalities. Cool. Wow. And they did take it out on a, on a lot yeah. of kids. What was your What was your number five?
3: My number design? five, at, at, to a degree, does actually fall into that. My number five was football. Uh, because I really developed my hatred for football through high school, but that was because I played it for like two years. Uh And, uh, so I didn't really, uh, hit puberty per se, kind of like when I got into college, like I grew like two or three inches when I got to college and I kind of like built a little bit. So imagine me probably five, uh, inches shorter and about 30 pounds lighter. Wow. And how tall are you down? Like six five? It's like six two. Okay. And so uh I'm like playing football and we do this when you're a freshman, you have to like get hit all the time. Yeah. And so I'm tiny and I'm not very aggressive. Uh my dad's a football coach, by the way, so start <laughs> start Freuding up that.
2: Wow.
4: <laughs>
3: uh I get like just a crap kicked out of I me. Mean, I like hated football the first year, but I did it. And I went out again next year and I actually could find something I'm good at, but whatever, like I, then I stopped playing it for the next year. But then, uh, I liked filming football yeah. I liked playing it. I liked standing on the sideline and filming. Um, but playing football was horrible and I hate it and, uh, I really don't like the sports (laughs) still.
0: So high school football you really hate? Uh, yeah. I mean, I really hated playing football. You hated playing the football. Yeah.
3: I really don't like football like period. Like I don't find it as enjoyable as I did when I was younger anymore okay uh but that's just because from like july through november now all i do is high school football and so that gets really old i feel that yeah 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 it's about that time of just like hatred
0: yep. of the sport. <laughs> so that's my number five just football what, what do you have rodrigo uh
2: my number five is specific uh okay. we had uh f- starting my sophomore year we had a pretty terrible principal mm-hmm <laughs> Um, and she was terrible, like, from what I hear from the faculty, because by the time I got out of high school, I was actually, like, friends with some of my teachers, and they'd actually talk to me about some of this stuff, and, like, a lot of them hated the previous guy, like, he was not someone who got along with the faculty, right? So, a new principal came in, and the students hated her, Mm. um, but the teachers were fine with her, because she wasn't that guy. Right. Um, but... I don't know if, like, maybe she had the expectation because we were, like, 50% minority, like, urban high school mm-hmm. that she had to, like, treat us like we were at, the, uh, at West Point or something uh, like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, the very first um, assembly that where we all came in basically to meet her the first day of my sophomore year, um, she walked up to the pod- podium and didn't say anything. And we were all high school kids, so we're like, yeah, like, joking around, you know, and, like, we are aware that she's over there. then she, like, steps back and, like, steps back up, and, like, nothing happens. Oh, she was doing that thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And so she, eventually, she says, uh, like, the very first thing that she said to us was, when I walk up to the podium, you guys are supposed to be quiet, and thus started an adversarial <laughs> relationship oh, with the student body that never ended. Yeah, like she basically, imagine. like, you know, Centennial was a good school with mostly good kids. We weren't a bunch of truants. Mm-hmm. We, there was a lot of like drug or gang stuff going on at all. Yeah, yeah. We had some potheads, but that's about the worst of it. Seriously, right, right. and if this lady had taken one assembly to figure that out, she would have been fine. But after that, the student body was gunning for her. (laughs) No, that's too bad. Yeah, it was actually kind of fun. My number five, a terrible principal. All right. Matthew, what do you have for your number five?
1: Well, my thing is I didn't hate high school. I actually kind of enjoyed high school as a general rule. It's, Not necessarily something that you know I I ever, ever, ever would recommend to people, but as a general rule, it was kind of inoffensive, there wasn't anything you know terrible or people beating me up, or Mm -hmm. you know, there was a general sense of other, but quite frankly, I've had that in a lot of places. Sometimes I have that at work now, as a you know, a 40 year old, so but. I think my schools all had one thing in common, and my number five thing that I really, really didn't care for in high school, my number five complaint, since it's not necessarily a hate per se, is the fact that there was an absolute lack of diversity at any of the schools Mm -hmm. that I went to. Everybody was white, Volga German, redneck, and it was literally to the point where we had one girl in, I want to say maybe the ninth or tenth grade, who was – You know, she was one of those people who moves to town for half a semester and then moves away. Yep. And I always thought she moved away because of the fact that people were terrible to her. And the reason they were terrible to her was that she moved from California and she had a last name that ended in Z. And so people would make racist remarks about her point of origin that, first of all, were entirely wrong. But second of all, everyone seemed to think that this was okay to make fun of her because she came from somewhere else and her name sounded different. It didn't start with a P.F., which is pronounced F. And I think that that really kind of built a dislike and a distrust in me of groups that don't have any other perspectives to them. It wasn't necessarily like a pervasive we hate everyone thing. Because it wasn't like people would actively get up and say every day, I I sure am glad that we're all a bunch of German folk. But there was just this quiet sense of we are all a bunch of German folk and anybody else we look at kind of differently and kind of weird. And I really hate that and distrust that thought process in a a great many
0: ways. Okay, I understand that. Mm -hmm. Um, My community in my high school, when we get to number four, um, our community was very poor. Um, the Franklin County is one of the poorer counties in the state of Kansas. So because of that, there was not a lot of money for the smaller schools, uh, the county seat, big school, lots of money for that. But the outliers mm-hmm. pretty much didn't get anything. So small, white, poor school meant that we didn't have a lot of other things to do. So there was a general lack of uh, sports. You had football, basketball, volleyball track and cross country and that was it oh wow uh no soccer no badminton no tennis <laughs> no golf i mean
3: soccer is a hard one to find in kansas period
4: yeah especially it out here
0: it, and in the 80s when they were first starting to um introduce that there was some talk about soccer but no oh, one was really? interested in it my cross country coach played golf avidly mm-hmm. and so they could have easily had a golf team because there were many kids in the high school right. that played golf but they just, just there was it? nothing that they wanted to do because the community, many communities, small community, mm-hmm. you know this, Zach, yeah. focused on football and basketball. Absolutely. And for the women, it's it's uh, volleyball Barely. and pretty much. If you're lucky. Yeah. And pretty much you were involved in three sports throughout the mm-hmm. year. For me, it was uh, cross country. And then uh, I was a statistician for basketball because I didn't care for basketball that much. I went out for it for sure. one or two years. I forget. And then uh, in the spring you had track Mm -hmm. and everybody participated and there were very few people that didn't participate in at least one sport throughout the year. (laughs) You were just expected to. But Mm -hmm. I just really hated the lack of variety of sports for people to play. And that kind of goes into that mentality of small town community where – Everybody just rallies around football and thinks it's that's, the greatest that's, thing and, that's and, not and a, rallies that's, around basketball.
2: That's not a small town thing.
4: That's, that's, yeah. no, that's, 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 that's America. an American that's thing. That's America. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I just because I, I went I it.
2: went to an urban high school and all anybody ever cared about yeah. it, sports mm-hmm. wise was football. Yeah. There were other sports, but you wouldn't know that unless you literally went to that high right. school. Yeah. But what I mean there was of, no no lacrosse, no. What kind nothing.
3: of sports did you guys have? we had, wait had,
1: are potato chips a sport <laughs> because if potato chips are a sport i had three sports nice <laughs> I, i'd barbecue wavy and never mind
2: we had um track mm-hmm. we had uh football soccer um cross country uh volleyball, but only for girls, wrestling, mm-hmm. but only for boys mm-hmm. uh we actually yeah, had s- swimming oh, yeah really. we it's had it's baseball,
0: yeah, we didn't even be- baseball
2: uh we had tennis, but I think tennis was also only for girls mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. um
1: oh, we and had I guess tennis at one of my schools, but it was only for people who already owned their own equipment
0: that's very <laughs> <quite> strange. <laughs> yeah, we had a we had a baseball yeah. field, but it was like adjoined to the track or to the track and football actually, field really? here's, here's <laughs> the
2: thing we the soccer team we weren't allowed to practice on the football field, right. which is where we played. The, right. We only mm-hmm. had one field; it mm-hmm. was a football field, and we were allowed to play on it for games. But we weren't allowed to practice on it. The soccer team we practiced on the baseball diamond. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So like it was like dirt. We were playing in dirt. Yeah. 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 I just
0: <laughs> I wish we had some more sports, or at least people were more open. I mean, volleyball was very big for the for the girls in our in our yeah. uh, mm-hmm. school. Um. The first gym that I played at before they built the new gym after I left was literally an old horse barn that had been <laughs> converted into nice. um, into the gym because many years ago, when in the in the 30s, when the kids would go to the school, they literally would ride their horses and stable their horses at the barn, and it was literally a barn.
2: Nice. And oh, so, did your school have rodeo? No, that's a that's no, a thing. Out that here. Is a thing.
0: Mm-hmm. now there were people who were involved in. Um, The high school rodeo association, there were a couple of kids in my class that would go out and do rodeo and miss a couple of days of school because they were out doing that. But it wasn't Mm -hmm. sanctioned for the school sport, but they were big into it on their own. There was also FFA and um, um,
2: it is it is interesting that there are kind of like regional things mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I, I assume there's plenty of schools that have school hockey yeah up in, north. in the northern mm-hmm. united states oh, sure. and, and canada but mm-hmm. you know it's like obviously you wouldn't see school high school hockey <laughs> out here yeah, yeah. It, it, you know our, Even our though it freaking gets cold enough <laughs> maybe maybe instead of just saying sports
0: my number four i should have said our gym because our gym was literally had a peaked roof nice and <laughs> did it have a loft no it didn't have a loft uh. um but you know you couldn't really throw really high passes yeah. uh, on the side of the court because you would be hitting <laughs> yep. the ceiling that's how that's how low it was it's, yeah
3: I, I see some really interesting gyms when we when we film basketball.
2: Yeah. There's some oh, yeah. really good gyms oh, yeah. and there's some I think, horrible gyms. I think
0: you two have a better perspective of-, of What high school where, is like now? Where I went to high school oh, because yeah. mm-hmm. you, you went to a high school similar to that, I'm sure. Yeah. And you guys go out and both film at these really small yeah. high schools yeah. around, around the state. So. Yeah. It's
3: interesting to see- Like, no matter what town you go to, football is always the biggest. Yes. But who actually has the money to invest in football? Because some, uh, there's a town up north that it's a field that they just like cut it out. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you dip down, it's just like, and they have like horrible lights. And it's like, our bus almost got stuck there in high school because it like rained. It's horrible. And some places are really nice. Some fields
2: fields are at a slant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some fields are <laughs> crowned so hard that they actually look more like a dome. Mm-hmm. Our,
0: our our track around the football field was just like pea gravel mm-hmm. and mud. Oh, yeah. So that's what we would run on. And then, of course, the rock would spill out into the football field. And, of course, there was no, barely any sideline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you got tackled, most of the time you'd come up and be picking gravel out of your arm nice. or something. So, Zach, what do you yep. have your, your number oh, four?
3: I got to remember. My number four... Uh, kind of like Matthew, remember we were going to talk about before we recorded, uh, we didn't really hate high school. I didn't really hate high school. Uh, um, you guys
0: didn't hate high school? No, I
3: really didn't. No. Especially if I look back on it, it's Dude. not something I want to do again.
2: Yeah. I know uh, I
3: would never want to go back. Yeah. But, uh, I, I had a lot of fun in high school cause I just goofed off. I feel the same the way.
2: Um, actually I pretty much came into my own in high school. I was bullied relentlessly i moved to the united states when i was 11 mm-hmm. and from there up until i got to high school my life was hell so yeah. if we ever do oh. top 5 things we hated about <laughs> middle school it's all going to be being picked on for being mexican 5 through 1 <laughs> um but when i got to high school mm-hmm. everything just kind of started to click for me so actually high school was a pretty good time cool
3: yeah so my number 4 is i didn't have enough time for lunch <laughs> uh, Quinter actually had, uh, really good food. I moved to Quinter in sixth grade from, uh, Eudora, which is up next to Lawrence. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. We used to play them. In, I'm sure. Yeah. In yeah. School. Yeah.
3: Uh, food, not as good. You don't get as much. It's kind of, you know, it was a pretty big school. It's like a four or five a school. Uh, so you didn't get much food. Moved to Quinter. Everyone's complaining about the food. Uh, it was amazing. You got homemade rolls all the time. Uh, it's just good food, but there's never enough time. Cause I like, I like talking when I eat. and I like mm-hmm. having conversations. We goofed off. We did a lot of weird things. Yeah. And like weird experiments so when we were in, uh, in high school at lunch, like how many packets of sugar you could dissolve in your tea and weird, just weird <laughs> stuff. Uh, so I didn- we never had enough time because we just were hungry. We wanted seconds maybe. Uh,
2: so then never enough time for lunch. And that really just chapped me really hard. Oh, <laughs> no. It's like, how am I supposed <laughs> to conduct an experiment if I'm not even yeah. allowed to establish a control group? <laughs> or we'd, we had a TV. Or oh, and sometimes we'd have usually have like family food
3: feud playing. Um, uh, so it's always good. Family times. food feud. I love family it. food feud. Yeah. That's my number
2: four. Not enough time for lunch. Rodrigo, what about you? Uh, my number four, and you guys actually, this is something that you, the majority of you, will probably relate to. Surprisingly, is that I lived very far away from my school. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I'm told that the the genius of the city of Columbus is that when they started outlining the city, they gave it all of these branches that were still the city of Columbus so that the city could grow naturally and engulf the Mm -hmm. the suburbs.
4: (laughs) Which is a problem.
2: Yeah, which is a problem for the suburbs to a certain degree, but it allows a more natural growth to the city. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well I lived on I lived on one of Columbus's tentacles um, (laughs) in a town called Dublin, which was very far away from (laughs) Uh, Can I do
1: the Irish accent? Can I do the Irish accent? Can I do sure. the Irish accent? Sure, sure. It's only twenty miles to Dublin Tyne. <laughs> That's right. Thank you.
2: You you take the one bus and I'll take the other bus and I'll be. And in. I'll be
1: there before. Yes, I'll <laughs> um, we'll be there half an hour before the devil so yes. knows we're late for first. Party.
2: Dublin, Ohio, home of Wendy's, is where I was living when I was going uh, to high school. Um, and but I was going to school in Columbus, so. I would get up, like I would have to be at the bus stop, I want to say anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours before school started. And you know, you guys know school starts super early because we live so far away that it was pointless to send a bus out there to pick Mm -hmm. up the two or three kids that lived in that neighborhood. So that bus snaked, basically spiraled his way into the city, picking all of these kids up. Yeah. But we were the first stop, so we had to be there yeah. so early., yep. so insanely early. It was dark even in the summer. even out there, being out there in the summer, it was still dark when we were out there. Wow. I think my bus, if when I
0: took the bus, I was either I was the last person to be picked up in the morning, so it was like five minutes to get mm-hmm. to school on days that I took the bus. But on the way home, I was the last person to get off. Mm-hmm. So school would get out at what 3, 20, something like that. I would be lucky to get home by four 30 yeah.
2: on the bus. Right. There now. is. Yeah. Same deal. Yeah.
3: In Quinner, I, I never rode the bus cause I was in town. Um, but people lived like 20 miles South mm-hmm. of Quinter. And so yeah. they got on the bus yeah. at like six. Yeah. Like that nah, is, it just sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Matthew, what do you have for your number four?
1: My number four is actually kind of related to my number five. It, it spins out of it. Um, When I was about seven years old, there were some major changes in my life that I don't necessarily go into. No need to really go into it. It's standard, oh, you're a kid, traumatic things happen, we move on. But from that point until I was probably, I would say probably a few months after I met you, Stephen, I spent a lot of time in my own head, and I'm really sort of fine with that. I mean, it's worked out for me in in the long run, but in high school, I kind of just wandered around. and. I'm relatively quick on the uptake, so it wasn't like I was one of the kids who didn't get stuff, and I didn't necessarily put a whole lot of effort into schoolwork because it was either easy or I just ignored it, and, you know, whatever would happen, happened. But there was something that used to drive me nuts every single day. The boys' locker room was also where our wrestling team had their headquarters, and anytime time you would walk into that boys' locker room for gym or what have you, football practice, whatever you did, you would be greeted by a 14-foot banner with two-foot-high letters that says, Only the Strong Survive. And that was literally a mission statement for some of my cohorts and, and fellow classmates. And it was this huge, tough guy, you know, Miami Vice kind of, we're all real you know big jerks culture it wasn't even necessarily tied to sports either it was a we're gonna hunt and we're gonna fish and we're gonna do manly man things and girls are all sorts of things and i usually hung out with and associated with and you know interacted with the girls because the girls thought (laughs) before they did stuff Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, the, the, the guys would be running around and, and racing in the parking lot and doing just ridiculous, you know, buttheaded teenage guy things. And my buttheaded teenage guy phase was thankfully relatively short and didn't come until probably my late teens, early 20s. So it happened at a time where I was a little bit more capable, both physically and metaphysically, of dealing with the consequences of that stupid bullcrap. But I really hated
0: getting into that
1: Tiff guy culture and having, you know, guys trying to confront me. I never fought. Well, I can't say never. I didn't fight unless it was an absolute thing. And usually I would get by with the camouflage of when I was 14. I was 6'1 and about 300 pounds. And people weren't sure if I could fight. But no one would ever really push that. Except for the one, well, two kids that did. And that ended badly for all of us because it traumatized me. Um, it left one kid with a broken nose and, and permanent blood stains in his little white, uh, Camaro. And it left another kid, you know, literally afraid of me for the rest of his life, which fine with that. He was a little jerk. It's, you know, it happens. I do not recommend fighting. I do not support fighting. I don't want you teenagers out there to think that I'm saying go fight, but I'm saying, that tough guy culture was occasionally really difficult to deal with. And I always felt like it was kind of a failing for me when I would be confronted with that. Hey, are you really a man? And I would respond with thud. <laughs> I would play into that crap, you know, and it, it really bothers me. It, it doesn't bother me as much now because I can look back at it and say, okay, I was a kid. They were kids. We were all being stupid. Most of these people, I know on Facebook now and, you know, they're still dolts in some cases, but it was something that I really disliked then. And I don't feel like I want to see my kid go through now. And I'm hoping that she won't have to. But my number four is that 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 tough guy that, you know, hardcore geek to these days, I think they call it the dude bro.
0: Culture in some ways. Yeah, those mm-hmm. were the hardcore jocks that I had on, on my number five. Were that yeah. way,
1: so. and it wasn't always jocks though. Some of the tough kids were like the the burnouts and the stoners and mm-hmm. those
0: yeah, guys. I mean, that that was one thing that was interesting about my school is that we did have a diversity between the farm jock, the motorhead, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the stoner, <laughs> well, and and the
2: I, the geek, and then the, the, the quote unquote the normal stoners. kids. And and that's how high schools are nowadays. Is that you know it does kind of there's a there's a picking order to things but a lot of the time that picking order is kind of a personal thing is like it's not that the jocks are on top of every everyone else it's just that most jocks are physically dominant so that helps right. mm-hmm. but that kid that spends all his time in the shop that's a foot taller than everyone else the jocks don't mess with him right
0: mm-hmm. right, 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 right right yeah, yeah, yeah it, it was it was his name uh, was stork
1: and he was he he was bad he, you did not tick off the stork. you didn't know because he was one of those big tall guys who looked like he was made out of beef jerky
4: mm-hmm.
1: but the rare times that you set off the stork it was like a whirlwind of of elbows and and a holes as they say where I grow up, and it was it got ugly once or twice, but yes, I'm gonna stop now yeah, because i'm gonna wanna rob up the proceedings here
0: <laughs> the problem. I guess was, and that I, you know, I, I was thinking about this again today. It's like, I didn't, um, the high school experience wasn't horrible. Mm-hmm. I just didn't care for it. And that being said, I was the class president and the valedictorian and, and all that stuff. Well, so I was, la-dee-da. so I was nice. popular, but even though you are quote unquote popular or well-liked or whatever, you still had to put up with all this this bull crap. Oh and, yeah! Um, my class just celebrated their twenty fifth anniversary, twenty fifth reunion, a couple of weeks ago, and it's just like, no, I didn't go. It's just like I don't care for any of you people because of your attitudes, because of the way that you treated each other and me included. And it's just like I, I don't care to remember mm-hmm. that experience. Sure, right? I mean, yeah. I can remember a lot of good things, but I can also remember a lot of uh, 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 of really crappy things. Mm-hmm. And um, I think whenever I sit down and, and look at it, it was a lot more crappy things that outweighed a lot of the good things that, that went on. That sucks. Um, my number three
2: was just the fact that it was the
0: 1980s. So mm-hmm. if you watch – it, it was
2: difficult yeah. to get the front of your hair down and you, then those two big if you de- curls this on is the, the side. Thing, <laughs>
0: if you deviated in Pomona, Kansas, yeah. if you deviated from the norm – That made you a target for ridicule and harassment. So, by
3: norm, do you mean like style and stuff? Yeah, style for everything. I mean, it
0: was, um, you know, I'm I'm a little bit
3: pants and rolled
1: up sleeves.
0: I'm I'm a little bit different when it comes to style. So, I had a big flat top uh, in high school, but nobody else really did that was i mean right. there were a few other really? kids that did the flat top at the same time well if mm-hmm. your but flat was, top
2: was tall enough you could have just done like a kid and play thing once i got to no, college oh sorry i got ahead of myself I would,
0: I would get a real short flat top yeah and um you know people would make fun or whatever um because that wasn't the norm mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. wore clothes that were not blue jeans and boots and plaid shirts that was not the norm. So when I'm walking to when I'm in class with my Bill Cosby <laughs> sweatshirt, you know the the multicolor <laughs> and thing, jello pudding pops, you know that's and your not max,
1: your Max Headroom haircut.
0: And my Max Headroom haircut that's not the norm. And you know the '80s was a time of really different kind of expressionism when it comes from, you know the the '70s. There's a whole different aesthetic. Yeah, and. If you tried to explore that in any way, you were frowned upon. You Mm -hmm. were looked down upon. I remember my uh, friend Jeff got a really used BMW. But the minute he got that, everyone was like, oh, well, you're Mr. Rich. And this was like, this was like an I want to say, 87. Mm -hmm. And he was driving around a 1981 BMW, used BMW they got. But people just tormented him nonstop. Uh, until he finally had to get rid of the car because people were just tormenting him all the time. Holy yeah. crap. If you didn't, well, I mean, that's... they were always shaving cream, Vaseline, Saran wrap, and it's just like seriously. I mean, the guy, it, the car wasn't great, but it was the fact that it was a BMW and it wasn't a truck with a shotgun mount in the back. Jeez. And wow. um, and that's the way it was. And I'm pretty sure he had to get rid of it because people kept picking it on him about it. That's horrible. Yeah. So the eighties were just when you think about uh, what was that movie with uh, Adam Sandler uh, about the eighties, um,
2: the wedding singer, the
0: wedding singer, oh, yeah. when you think about all of the douchiness that goes on about the eighties in that movie, that's kind of what was going on at mm. my high school. It was not it was not Shermer, Illinois. It was not the breakfast club. Right. If you watch the breakfast club, that is not anything like my my school experience. <laughs> the complete opposite
1: the um, breakfast club.
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh I think just the the fact that it was the 80s was kind of a bad thing uh at that time. If you watch Footloose, mm. if you watch um mm. Breaking Breaking Away, if you watch um what was the one about the football player who was Rudy. His, no, 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 no. <laughs> the football player whose That's dad was working <laughs> at the uh steel mill and there was problems at the steel mill kind of thing. I thought that was isn't, Footloose. Isn't that Rudy? No, I wasn't. Rudy. Maybe it was. Maybe the old movies are the same from the eighties. But yeah, it's that kind of that kind of Rudy stuff. Rudy was from the nineties. You guys are. Oh, late. What it? do you have for your well, number three? I just. Zach?
2: I look. Here's the thing. I only know two <laughs> football movies. One of them is Rudy, and the other one is Air Bud Two: Golden <laughs> Receiver. <laughs> Solid. Nice. Uh, my number three,
3: I feel like, is the classic, the classic hate of high school. Mm. Just you know what. You know, what I, you know what I'm going to do? I had a long day. I was here from 8.30 to 3.30. I don't want to go home and focus on what you told me all day. I don't want to go do
2: homework. Oh, Yuck. Homework. Ooh. That's a good one. Yeah. Homework That's, was no fun. It's not on my list, but it should be.
3: Because uh, you know what? You know what's nice about having a job? is like you, you go there from 8 to 5, even longer than school. You know what I have to do when I get home? jack Diddley squat. I can do whatever I want. I can take off my pants and watch Netflix all night, and I'll go do it again in the morning. But I don't have to do. No one of my bosses like. Hey Zach, do some algebra. Like, I don't want to do algebra, bro. I'm gonna watch season four of Parks and Rec. Dude, you know you're wow. married, right? Wow. And you know what we do? We go
1: home and watch Parks and Rec. Watch Parks and Rec. But that's not the point. Never mind, I'm
2: good. You know what? That's a a big deal. And uh, again, that should have really been on my list. It's not on my list, but it should have been because when I was about to graduate college, I thought to myself, should I go into further my education? Mm -hmm. And I thought, no, I don't want to do homework (laughs) anymore. Mm. Like that was the number one reason Mm -hmm. why I only have a bachelor's degree. I was like, I do not want to do homework Mm -hmm. anymore. Oh yeah, my my day would be like, (laughs) <laughs> uh, get up about I think class started like 810
0: was first bell um, so I'd get up at like 715 my mom was getting ready to leave the house mm-hmm. and she'd go like um, your truck's got a flat tire again and so I'd have to go out get dressed go change the tire get to school park in the in the far away parking lot and I drove a real like a 19 what did I drive a 1976 uh, Ford F-150 was my truck of choice because that it, was the only thing my parents would let me drive, drive. <laughs> yeah uh, go to class all day you get out at three o'clock immediately go into your sport activity. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was um, my cross country coach was also the middle school football coach. And because they were (laughs) combining a lot of the smaller schools into one, (laughs) we had to drive like 10 miles out to the other school for practice. And we had to ride with all these little middle schoolers. Uh (laughs) Then we would get out there and he would make us run a section was essentially eight miles was a section. So we had to run eight miles and we better be done before the school bus left to go home or he was just like tough. Uh, oh, and man. so we had to run that, get back, get on the bus, go home. And by then it's five thirty, six o'clock at mm-hmm. night. You go home. Parents had already eaten dinner, so I was eating cold stuff. Sure. Then sit down and, and uh, do homework until probably about 8 or 9 o'clock most nights. And then after that, I could have sure. free time before yeah, yeah, yeah. I was expected to be in bed by 10 o'clock. Sure. Right. So my, that, was, that was my day, five my, days a my week. My
3: homework uh, – so my dad coached, so I'd get home. And I usually like play guitar, just do something for a while. We get home. He cooks supper. And uh in my house all through high school was always like probably my senior and junior year, I could probably count on like one or two hands how many times it was just all of my family in the dinner. So there were always people over here. Mm-hmm. So we always have big conver- big long conversations over dinner, uh, goof off for a while. So then and then my family was always, always goes to bed early. So I wouldn't start my homework until like ten thirty or eleven. Sure. And so then you're up. And it's like, well, I really don't want to do homework, but I got to because it's like one in the morning. And then you had to wake up and go to school again. So homework was no fun. I'm sorry, Zach. <laughs>
0: Thanks, man. What would you have, Rodrigo? <laughs> it was really dark. Yeah, I thought this would be a real quick uh, blowing through this no. list. And this is like Oh, a, no, no. This is a therapy like session, session, right? <laughs> but we're
3: willing to complain about and it the, for a The time. problem is mine is like, I have to try, I'm trying to make it more melodramatic to like- <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah.
2: That's, a, that's a good point. Some other yeah. people, if they were on the show, they'd be like- All the gangs.
3: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah. How I couldn't couldn't go back to school without walking past some drug dealers. And here's the thing that might have actually been true for me, but I wasn't paying attention. Mm -hmm. Actually, that was kind of my middle school experience. Not to get into that. But (laughs) uh, what are we at? Number three. Number three. three. Uh, My number three was actually uh, college stuff. I was petrified by the prospect of having to decide what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And I had classmates who were like, you know, they were like, yep, I'm going to be a doctor, or I'm going to be a cosmetologist, or like anything, anything. Mm-hmm. They already knew what they wanted. And I was like, how? How do you do mm-hmm. that? And I mean, to this day, I still don't know what I want to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so you can imagine say what
1: you got time before you're fully grown up yeah and yeah just. yeah <laughs>
2: um but uh so i was yeah i was petrified of it and big props to my mom who like sat me down and uh between the two of us we figured out like what colleges i should apply to and what programs i should apply to because if it had been up to me like, I probably wouldn't have gone to college. I would have oh, been, yeah, like, yeah. so daunted by it that I would have probably actually just ended up going to Ohio State mm. for, like, a, a, like a, the most generic, like, communications degree oh, sure. that they had. <laughs> hey, careful now. Matthew
0: and I both have the most generic communications degree.
1: Hey, hey.
0: You're hey, so <laughs> ah. a little bit more specific. Well, a little bit more <laughs> Ours was literally same, the same
2: department.
1: Radio, <laughs> Radio TV,
0: TV, film. film. T- but that's it,
2: that's, not communication. Communication. that's not communications. That's not. That's not just communications. Yeah. There are people oh, yeah. who get out with a bachelor's degree in communications. Yeah, communication oh yeah, yeah, studies, yeah,
0: yeah. I have one of those. Oh, uh, Matthew, what do you have for your for your number three?
1: My number three was I think specific to my high school experience, and I think there are people out there who will agree with me when you when I say this. When you change high schools you are entering an existing ecology. And there's a movie that I love called Say Anything. And in the beginning of the movie Say Anything, Diane, who is the high school valedictorian, is writing a speech for graduation. She's like, we've gone to school together for four years. And she's talking about whether she should cut that. And I always say, yes, Diane, you should, because I didn't go to school with anybody for four years. But each time I changed school, I would take the opportunity to kind of tweak My little identity and my public persona and try to be more like the person that I thought I should be, uh, which was Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe. But each time you change, you find little things that you still want to work with. And so the first time I changed high schools, it was kind of a, "Eh, it didn't really work out for me. And people were like, dude, you're weird and you're acting weird. And I'm like, yeah, I know it happens. And then I changed schools again, and they're like, okay, well, we can kind of deal with you. You're less weird. And I'm like, thanks. I'm working on that. And then I changed schools again, and people are like, okay, you're weird in a way that we can deal with. We kind of like you're weird now. But I think everybody goes through that search for identity where you're like, uh, today I'm going to go out and I'm going to be Blackie Lawless from Wasp. And you're, you're just a little punk and a little jackwagon. wagon. And I, I walked through life you know, trying to act like people, literally act like people that I admired in the hopes that it would make people see me as more of what I thought I was. And I really didn't have a lot of fun with it in some ways. And sometimes it was really daunting. So by the time I actually got to college, I was, I won't say I was entirely over that. I don't think I'm entirely over that now at 43, but I think I had more of a, of a grasp, of how to be a functional person while trying to, you know, have my, my own thought frost and my own identity. And it's, it's in my number four, you, you know, you bump into people who are doing the same thing, I think in different ways. And that's where some of that conflict came from is I didn't necessarily want to be that guy, but I would have been fine being George Carlin circa on the road, which was fine. You know, I knew that album backwards and forwards at the time still do actually. Um, ask me about Jim's cookie sometime. But my number three hatred, I think, in high school was that that search for identity, that I don't know who I am, I don't know who you are, so we're all going to have a big put-on until we figure it out.
2: Yeah, kids, kids really throw a lot of stuff at the wall to, to try to yeah. see what sticks. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but then I you guess were... that's... Down, and, and again, that's maybe part of that 80s hate for me because if you did that, it was here comes the hammer and that nails getting nailed down, mm. and so it mm. wasn't acceptable to to deviate too far from the nerd, the jock, the right, the, you know, the metalhead the or the stoner, the
1: princess and the criminal. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really couldn't. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't so say you, you couldn't, but people who did by, were basically ostracized.
2: By the time I went to high school, Saved by the Bell had done away with all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Clearly, that's that's clearly why '90s kids do so much better. Um, hmm. in the universe, my, but no, my I think, th- go ahead. No, yeah. go ahead. Your point is a valid one. And I think you and I hit that same point and went different directions in some ways, because, yeah. you know, at 17 and 16 and 17, well, you went, these, these people are treating me different. So I'm just going to stay under the radar. And I went, these people are treating me different.
0: Well, but again, if you remember, I, again, I was this quote unquote, um, People knew who I was. I don't want to say popular because I don't. I don't want to couch myself into the popular kids. You were uh, notorious. Yes, you mm-hmm. were known. <laughs> I, you know, I was known, and people knew who yeah. I was, and I was well liked, and all that kind of stuff. A, but it it's was a, just there was something. It was well. It wasn't a, quite Stepford. It wasn't quite Stepford, but it wasn't quite. I mean, it's just well. There's, a, the there's most, a lot of if you if you guys were if you guys had experienced it, you would say it is the most surreal experience ever. I mean, it was just weird. It was not I don't consider it a normal experience. Mm-hmm. It was it was very Stepford in, in yeah, a it, sense.
3: It's interesting. It seemed there's some of that in Quinter where uh I dressed differently than people in Quinter because they wore like blue jeans and, yeah. and polos or they wore like athletic shorts and a T shirt when I wore like skinny jeans and V-necks. <laughs> And so I definitely... Were a photo hipster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, like, dressed differently, and it was called out. Yeah. And it was like, why are you dressed like that? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. just whatever. Yeah. And uh, I was never, like, picked on, per se. It was just, like, called out. Like, well, you dressed differently. Besides, you, your dad's if, a
2: football coach, so that had to help. Yeah. That's
3: yeah, true. but there was, like, a lot... Well, of course, that might be a lot of
0: it, Because I think about here's it. Here's the thing. <laughs> if anything was different at my school, those are the people that got... The worst of it. So uh, I moved to Pomona when I was in third grade. Actually, mm-hmm. I lived in Pomona before when my house was being built, but went to a Catholic school. And that kind of leads into my number two here in a minute. Um, but in, from third grade until I graduated high school, I was with the exact same group of people mm. until the middle schoolers from um, uh, was were added into our group. Got mm-hmm. such
2: great names for these. Towns. Oh, hey, you yeah, know, man, just... I am
0: I know people want to be politically correct, but I'm very upset that our um that our high school changed its name.
2: Oh, was it some kind of uh, it was Native in- American Puma- thing? It was Indians, the Pumona oh, Indians. Yeah. And ah, now yeah, it's, now yeah, it's yeah. like the
0: West Franklin Blue Jays or something Rocket like that. Rocket Dragons? Yes. That would actually be better. But <laughs> the Washington
1: flaming be envelopes awesome. of But the thing was,
0: you know, the kids that came in from like sixth grade on through high school just were picked on notoriously. This kid came in from Washington state and everybody just crapped upon him. Mm-hmm. The kid that was, um, uh, probably i'm gonna guess was gay mm-hmm. um people just tormented this kid horribly um we had an uh, international student uh come and stay with us for a semester great person but she got crap as well sure. you know a lot of people liked her there was just that kind of stuff so if it was anything different um people just blocked out and that really came true when it came time to trying to date because there was a lot of you know we played eudora we played um um, wellsville we played you know all these little schools Mm -hmm. and so you got to know who these other kids were and occasionally there'd be a girl that you'd be like hi you know i'd like to get to know you a little bit better and (laughs) and talk about some closed-mindedness um man are you from pomona no no it was Aren't you Catholic? Oh. oh, really? Yeah. And Eastern Kansas, at least in that area, not as many Catholics as there are in Western no, Kansas. No, no, not as many Catholics in Eastern Kansas, I don't think. Uh and so it was like there were only 3 or 4 of us in the entire high school that were Catholic. Oh, really? And so it was like, well, we're Southern Baptist and we're not going to date you. Oh. My parents forbid you or we're Baptist or Methodist or whatever the religion was <laughs> yeah. that was not was a, a, an opposite. Or maybe they just now thinking about it, maybe they just use that as an excuse.
2: Yeah. <laughs> He's like, aren't you Catholic? No. Aren't you Baptist? <laughs> yes. Oh, well, I'm uh Methodist.
0: <laughs> so But that that happened more than once. It was just like, oh no, you're Catholic, can't date you. Uh, I was like, What? That probably has something to do with not is a, being a religious person today. Yeah, it, it
2: it is amazing the the things that people find to like separate themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it was anything like that. Oh, yeah. you you you're a transfer student from a different uh-huh. state, uh-huh. so you're different. We don't like you. Oh, you're this different religion. We don't like you. You are different from the norm. We do
2: not like. See, you. See, that's probably where my high school experience was unusual because. Uh, My graduating class was the first graduating class, but not the last, Mm -hmm. in which there were more non-American students than American students. Mm -hmm. My school, because of that English as a Second Language program, was hugely diverse. So just on nationality and language... It was hard for groups to form. Obviously, it was still fifty percent white, yeah. so that helped those guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but it just doesn't have the foothold, right? right, right. It's it's not the same when you're seventy five percent, ninety percent, one type of thing. Yeah, when fifty percent of it and fifty percent of it is just like a huge hodgepodge too, just like just fifty percent not white Americans. So,
0: my number two, just the whole inter school dating between mm-hmm. different schools um it was just it was just horrible trying to do anything like that and the other thing was that reputations um got around pretty quickly at your school so oh, if there I'm was sure. a girl who did something mm-hmm. it got around pretty quickly and well, you know it was mm-hmm, oh yeah so and so a girl this. who
2: didn't at all do something it right. still got well,
4: oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah i'm trying to think if there were any of those we had a high pregnancy rate mm. of the girls in our high school when really? I was going up. Oh, Interesting, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: Huh.
0: Um, yeah, that just make me think of something else, but, we'll but you get know to what? That as we get into, well, our I don't I would, I,
3: I would applaud you for actually talking to girls from other towns because I never did that. Well, it was kind of like you, you're being a track
0: me. meet, you're standing around, yeah, yeah, you start yeah. talking with people, you know, doing those kinds of things. I was still very shy, mm-hmm. but occasionally you would do that and you'd be very interested in someone and be like, oh, do you know who that is? Can you introduce me? Yes. Start talking. Oh, uh, maybe we could uh, exchange phone numbers. I can yeah, call yeah, you yeah. sometime. Uh, give the phone call. Oh, aren't you? Aren't you?
2: I'll drive. I'll drive three hours to come see you. I mean, I have to drive three hours to
0: school. So who <laughs> yeah, cares, yeah. right? Well, but I mean, when we're talking about small town to small town, we're talking Thirty minutes uh, to yeah, the next yeah, town. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Ottawa was ten miles away, so that's like twenty minutes away. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't that big of a that wasn't that big of a deal. It was very common because we were literally the small right uh, town in the western half of Franklin County.
4: So, mm-hmm. right.
0: what do you got for your number two, Zach?
3: Uh, my number two is uh, again not necessarily tied with going to school, but just that kind of time period of my life where. Uh, freshman through junior year,
0: I had a curfew. Wasn't big on that. Mm. You know? Yeah, but didn't your town have a curfew? Didn't your no. town have a curfew of no, like they midnight? No, the just up kids the have, to, the kids have to be all
2: rolled up in, no, in bed by midnight. That,
3: no, we didn't have that, which was really weird when I moved here. People were like, oh, yeah, you know, there's a curfew well, in Hayes. The, like,
2: what do you mean a curfew? The reason why there's a curfew in Hayes and not in Quinter is because everything's closed in Quinner. Like so, sure yeah, there's nothing open in, in Hayes. No, there yeah. are still going to be bars that are open. Mm-hmm, true. There's a there's at least one strip club in Hayes, isn't there? Not anymore. No, not oh, anymore. not anymore. No. Well, there you go.
3: Walmart's open. Yeah. There's,
2: uh, there's
3: no. That Well, no. Even though. even
2: growing up as a as a kid, I mean,
0: if you were out after midnight, right? There's a good chance the cops were going to pull you over and and write you up or
4: something. Right.
3: No, we didn't have that. Uh, because so I had I had a curfew the whole time through high school except my senior year. Uh. I didn't like it because I was t- I like, had to go home at like ten or something. That was really annoying. Uh but for a town curfew, no, we would like we knew one of the cops. It was like our city uh whatever, Marshall or whatever. <laughs> the, the yeah, yeah, the, the, the marshal of our town. I'm trying to. Think and we played that. guitar with him in like after football games on Friday. None of us played or couple, most yeah. me and a couple of my friends didn't play. So we'd go and just like hang out, we'd drive the loop and quinter and he'd be out in Maine, and we we just parked there. and We would talk to him sometimes, yeah, at like yeah. two or two in the morning. We would just hang out, and we'd all just go hang out
0: on somewhere. Well, we'd always to, be driving
3: around, but there's never a curfew. I'm trying to
0: think. At one point, I think we must have had a ten o'clock curfew because they would blow a town whistle at ten o'clock, yeah, 10 and o'clock. that was when oh you my had god, to, that's when your kids wow. had to be off the streets.
3: We would I people in Quinter would riot because most of them are in bed by nine. Exactly.
0: We, had a, we had a six
3: o'clock whistle and a noon whistle.
0: Yeah, no, we had a ten o'clock p.m. whistle. I remember that going off that's just great, real quick. Bah, a ten o'clock whistle, you better be in. It's crazy, yeah, but that was like 82, 83. I think by the time I graduated high school, um, yeah, that was footloose times, it th- was done,
1: yeah, it was footloose. I think there were secondary concerns in the area at that time, as I recall, because I remember that son as of Sam, well.
0: coyotes, S- <laughs> son of Sam What's going on.
1: I, I don't think it was son of Sam, but I think there was something uh, in and around the hmm, BTK
0: 80s, maybe
1: no, that's 90s again, Zach. Hey, Zach, I'm ask me my story, ask me my story about the cop where I grew up.
3: What's the story of the cop?
1: She knew I didn't have brakes, so she never pulled me over for not stopping at the stop sign. That's nice. Being dangerous. Bear in mind. <laughs> the no, the stop sign. Oh the only yeah, sure. stop sign. In the entirety of the city. Sure, sure. City is the wrong word. In the entirety of the eight blocks that comprise Lincoln Center. The
3: rest of it uh yield signs?
1: Well, you can downshift and bang into the curb and you'll be fine. You don't
0: actually need <laughs> brakes. Oh, okay. What, what do you have? So curfew for you. Yeah, right? yeah. I wasn't a big fan on curfew. What do you have, Rodrigo, for your number two? Uh,
2: my number two, uh, interestingly, so my number three is being freaked out by, by college stuff. My number two was my constant tormentor from uh, my earliest schooling up until high school. And weirdly, the thing that set me free was college stuff. And that... Mm-hmm thing was math. I am <gasps> bad at math. Um I, that might not actually be true. I'm actually okay at math but I hate it. Mm. It's yes. not fun except in very specific circumstances. There's not a lot about math that like I like.
3: You, like when you spell boobies on the
2: calculator. Yeah, no, no, that's definitely <laughs> it.
1: When he rolls 42 against AC, he knows my AC is 26. I
2: was I was gonna say when you get into theoretical mathematics, that's actually pretty interesting. But yes, boobies on the calculator also <laughs> works. Um, but uh, so when I finally figured out where what schools I wanted to apply to. I looked at the requirements, and sure enough, the requirements for almost anything was like, you have to have calculus, and you have to have this or that, Mm -hmm. but for all of the programs that I was applying to, none of them needed math higher than Algebra 2 or something like that, Mm -hmm. and I was like... Oh my God, I had just taken pre-calculus and barely scraped through and I was like, I don't have to take calculus. Mm -hmm. I don't have to take calculus. (laughs) And like, I like danced down the street because I didn't have to take calculus and, uh, like the math teacher, because there was, my school was small enough Mm -hmm. that we only had one math teacher and like a couple of like college apprentice teachers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She came up to me one day after, you know, I have, schedules had been decided for the next year. And she's like, I noticed that you weren't, that you're not on my calculus class. And I'm like, yeah, I don't have to take calculus for uh, college. And she's like, you know, you might, you're going to need it someday. And I would like, I'm happy to report that as of now, I am 31 years old and I haven't needed calculus. <laughs> Congratulations. Wait, so what's your hate?
0: Math.
3: Math. Okay. I just want to make sure. I
2: Yeah.
0: Uh I'm gonna change my number one when we get to it. But uh (laughs) Matthew, what do you have for your number two?
1: My number two actually spins out of my number three. And it also ties into something you mentioned, Stephen. Um this is
0: a story Boobies on the calculator
1: of a a girl that we'll call Jenny. Okay. Her real name is Kelly, but we'll (laughs) call her Jenny. And when we were 13 or 14, I had known Jenny for seven years. In the third grade, uh, they pulled certain kids for the orchestra program. That was actually their gifted program, was picking seven or ten kids to be the grade school orchestra. So I was exposed to Jenny very early. She was a wonderful kid. She was smart as hell. She was, you know, relatively pretty. She was a really great person. I liked her. I like her now. I actually talk to her on Facebook every once in a while. Um, this is the thing: when I was thirteen, I went to my very first dance, and this is the point where everybody had paired off, and people were starting to go steady, and I had not yet, and I had a terrible crush on this gorgeous little red-haired redneck. Uh, obnoxious girl, actually, loudmouth. I realize in retrospect that she's a hateful little person, and you know, I'm I'm fine with that. Uh, I, I wish her well. But at this dance, everybody had paired off, and again, you know, we're talking like 30 kids. It's not a big school. Jenny made a point of stopping dancing with her friend. She didn't have a boyfriend yet. She was traveling. Uh, Her boyfriend was in Canada. You didn't know him. She came over to me, danced with me. She made a point of making sure that I felt welcome, that I felt like part of our group. She was a really, really nice girl. I liked her. And about the time we were 14, she started getting what they refer to as boy crazy. She likes boys and she liked kissing boys and she liked hanging out with boys and the kids in our school I think invented a lot of stories and her nickname became 99 cents because the story went, that's how much you had to pay her to do stuff. And I hated this. I was so, so angry about this, but I never stood up and said anything. And there were times when people would start making the jokes. And I feel like I fed into that to try and be part of a group. Mm -hmm. And that victimization of this wonderful girl who grew up to be a wonderful, thoughtful, sweet woman, loved this girl to death, even 30 years later, that is my number two hate about high school. Not just the fact that it happened, the fact that people ascribed a reputation to this girl for the perfectly natural process of becoming attracted to someone of the opposite, or hell, your own gender, I don't know, but becoming attracted to the people you're attracted to and wanting to act on that wanting to have a boyfriend and do boyfriend things, she became a slut in people's minds. And they made a joke out of this. And nobody, nobody ever called anybody on this bullcrap. Nobody ever said, stop it, you're being ridiculous. Nobody said, you know, this isn't funny. Nobody said, hey, we're all interested in having sex with somebody too. We all just played into it and made it a big joke. And the fact that her reputation became a big joke is my number two hate about high school. Just I cannot forgive 14-year-old me for some of the things that completely, you know, not necessarily even initiated, but being a part of some of the stupid conversations and things that had, you know, had she heard, if she heard, I don't even know if she did. Even if they were true, were reprehensible, hateful things to say about another person. So.
2: That's nah, okay, dude. You didn't know any better.
1: I know I didn't know any better, but I kind of, I feel like I need, sometimes you feel like you hold yourself, especially your younger self, to a, a little bit different standard. Sure. And you just you just want to punch yourself in the face for being a little punk.
2: Yeah. And
1: know, that's, it, it's I, not I think, something that keeps me up nights, but it's true. something that I try mm-hmm. to remember when I'm dealing, you know, with other human beings and especially what people say yeah. they know about other people
2: being a kid is a mess, and the big biggest reason why it's a mess is because everyone's a mess. All oh, teenagers yeah. are just trying so hard to get something, and they don't even mm-hmm. know what, and it is just well- like... It's yeah. like it's like winding up a bunch of wind up toys and then throwing them into a <laughs> <Yeah>. bucket. <laughs> yep. I, I mean, it's just like' and it's just like noise and banging against the sides, and nobody knows what's happening. Well, I,
0: and, I, and I don't know if, if that also falls into and ties in with Matthew's part about being punks is that at that age you think you know everything, right? Yep. Oh yeah. Um, and and you don't. I mean, uh, my class. Uh, I. People think I'm joking when I say half of them were in jail two years after mm. after high school, uh, mm. one for murder, one for intimidating a witness, another for drug dealing, another for – I forget what else. I mean the list is really long, but it's like, oh, so did you hear about so-and-so? No. He's in jail. Oh, did you hear about <laughs> so-and-so? No. He's in jail, too. He's in Mm -hmm. jail. And it's just like, what (laughs) the heck? It's a different jail. That being said, there are some fine people in my class. And if they listen to this, I'm sure they're going to hate me even more. But that's fine. I don't care.
1: (laughs) Well, if they're listening from jail, you're fine. (laughs) So long as they don't get out.
0: I think one of them is out. Um, Ah, crap. I was going to have lunch as my number one, but Zach already already used that. But I'm going to build on, on Rodrigo's about the hatred of math. I hated that we didn't have enough advanced
2: enough math
0: <laughs> I, I we didn't have enough i mean algebra two is where it ended
4: whoa um, we had seriously? geometry
0: we had geometry i think it was is it algebra geometry algebra two we didn't have pre-calculus we didn't have pe- calculus we had a um, physical science class and we had a physics class and a chemistry class mm-hmm. and that was it on oh the sciences side we didn't have anything advanced because there weren't enough kids now the last year my senior year somehow our science instructor we had two science instructors one of them did um uh, physics and uh some of the higher end math stuff the other one did algebra and chemistry and the physical science mm-hmm. um but one year he figured out some way of creating an advanced science class for like advanced students so all of us who were seniors were all in this class together and we were all you know we had a good time in that class mm-hmm. but it still wasn't what you what it could have been. I mean, it was barely covering, and our, our science teacher is a nice person. He's a nice guy. Um, I liked him a lot. Probably my, my most loved and hated instructor in the school (laughs) at the same time, but we just never were able to get really Hmm. into advanced topics. And I really really wish that, um, that we had done a lot of that. So the lack of advanced college Hmm. level courses disappointed me. You guys couldn't get like Concurrent credit in high school for college. No, that I don't think that thing was even thought of. Oh, that 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 mm-hmm.
1: Um, not in the 80s, no, that came around in the 90s, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah. Because
2: yeah, mm-hmm. I'm
0: trying, tra- maybe there was a pre calculus class, maybe there, there had to have been a pre calculus class, but I, I don't think I ever mm-hmm. took it, and I don't know why I wouldn't. Because
4: mm-hmm.
0: when I came to uh, do college tours. I was going to be a, it was either a physics major or it was going to be mm-hmm. media studies mm-hmm. um so we would have had to have had that stuff, but we just didn't have the facilities we didn't the have the or, the budgets yeah. to to do that stuff and it was really disappointing, just like a variety of sports a variety of advanced classes uh was disappointing <laughs> it's funny our um our photo lab the the place where we would develop pictures for yearbook. <laughs> was literally in the same hallway that they it was like a little hallway closet between mm-hmm. two classrooms where they stored all of the dangerous chemicals <laughs> for the physics classes. So yeah, you'd have to go into the physics classroom, they give you interrupt the class, to that? interrupt the class and say excuse me and take an immediate right into this little storage long hallway storage closet and then right into the dark room. Huh. And if the doors were closed, which they often were to the classrooms, yeah. you could have gone and – Whatever chemical you would have wanted on, on the shelves, uh, you could have gone to town on.
3: All of our stuff was locked away, and we wanted. To no, ours wasn't. Her. Ours wasn't that. <laughs> ours wasn't that way. Oh my god! I mean, we. Did,
0: I mean, we did some. Maybe that should be stupid <laughs> things. Maybe that should be another top five.
2: Stupid, things, stupid, you stupid things
3: you did in, you did in, in high, high, school high school would be fun.
2: Because <laughs> oh man, my would be hard because I was I did not do anything stupid in high school. Yeah, I'll give you a I'm, tease if
3: we ever do that. I electrocuted myself in chemistry nice, class. Nice. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I just let's just
0: say even though there were two classrooms going on simultaneously on mm-hmm. on either side of that dark room, there was some stuff that went down in that dark oh, room I'm that sure. was And then we're talking about a dark Bloody. room that is like half the size of this bathroom in here. Oh yeah. That's how small it was. Yeah. Wow. Tiny. So anyway, so that's my number one. Lack of advanced classes. What did you have, Zach?
3: My number one, uh Matthew already actually did it for number five, but I wanted to kinda hit on it too, was because it's something I've really noticed. Uh, since I graduated high school, more and thought about it was the lack of diversity in my high school—not just race, but just uh, anything, I mean, like, anything, anything, at all. anything, anything like People thoughts, politics, uh, like religions, just ideas about the world in general. You know, TV shows that you watch? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, and it really uh, kind of sucks. Now I look back, uh, look at it. And be like, uh, like coming, even coming to Fort Hayes at the college, which is not necessarily a very diverse university, uh, it's probably more so than maybe some people think just because we have like, yeah. Chinese, well, we have a lot of Chinese students. And then, not actually a lot of, yeah.
2: like a lot of people yeah. from surrounding states come yeah. to Fort Hayes. So you got that. Sure. Right?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, and even that is like crazy more diverse mm. than Quinter is. Uh, hey, it's so something Linder. like they have both kinds no. of music,
1: country and western. Yeah,
3: it's uh, uh, so just something like I th- would have been nice looking back on it would have even like even if they were still just white people, if they were something different than the white people that we had, mm-hmm. uh, would have been would have been cool because then you get different thoughts and ideas in the school, and you're going to learn about different people. Uh, uh, it was nice when we had we had a lot of foreign exchange students come. So we had uh, a couple of students from Germany come over. Still white, but they're from Germany. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, someone from Brazil came. He was really cool. He was always fun because we, we convinced we were we were mean like psychologically to people. Oh yeah. <laughs> we convinced a kid that uh, his the the foreign students from Brazil his watch could talk to him. And he would tell him the time, and there's like the nice things he would say nice, and he would like compliment him in school, or he'd ask him a question about history, and he would give him an answer. And we'd convince someone. Like, wow. Our, that was, our that senior was
0: class invented <laughs> invented a foreign exchange student and had all of these <laughs> other students in the school. And granted, yeah, it was a very yeah, small yeah. school, had all the other students convinced that this was a real person. The person was always showing for for like almost a whole year. The person was always showing up late. to yeah, so yeah, class. Yeah. That's why you never saw them at assembly time. They went off campus to go <laughs> eat their lunch. Mm-hmm. And then they had some program that they did in the afternoon. That's why they were gone by the time classes were out. So you never saw the person. Who did you convince? It was
3: easy because we oh, no, Who, who did you convince? Of, Just like other all students? All the other students, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, And
0: we had some of the faculty were in on it too. That's because awesome. Because one time they let us use the public address system. And what was, oh, what was her man. name? Oh, man. The student's name was like Effie- Oh, man, I forget Long her name. Buttons. They actually they
1: – Oliver Closehoff. No, yeah. no, no. It was
0: like Effie something. I forget what her name was. But they actually Benjamin let us Dover. use the PA system one day to call Effie out of her classroom to come down to oh, the office amazing. to uh, take a phone call. And you could – we were all looking out the – hall. you could see these heads poking out the hallway to see <laughs> where Effie was, who she was.
3: <laughs> that's yeah. amazing. Ben's yeah. sister, Eileen Dover. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we did a lot of those. We, we, yeah, no, that's a long story. Anyways, uh, I wish there would have been more diversity in Corner. That would have been great. Uh, I've, like, told Aubrey that, like, I want to raise a child in a school that is more diverse, so we have to
0: move. <laughs> hmm.
1: that, I'd be, like it's not going to be that hard to be more
3: diverse. No, it's not. I just think like, that would be uh, better. And, like, familiarize people. Like, there are people different than you, and you should learn how to get along with them.
2: Yeah.
1: You should come hang out in Pauline. We actually have
2: two schools. Oh, man. Yeah. So Rodrigo, what do you one. have here? your number one? Uh, my number one has actually been touched on, I think, by most, almost everyone. Um, but it was really kind of the bane of my existence when I was in high school, even more so than math. Uh, and that was the emphasis on sports. I mean... It was pervasive, it was problematic, like, uh, in 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 every way. It's like, it was, first off, unfair. Like, the football players got to eat out once a week. Like, they actually would, like, take them to a restaurant yeah. and, and, like, feed them. And it's <laughs> like, first off, none of the other sports got that, and second, none of the other activities got that. It's like, I was in theater and band and all the other lame <laughs> things. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. academic team, like you name it. If mm-hmm. it was dorky, I was in it. We didn't actually yeah. have an AV club, but if we did, I would have been in it. <laughs> uh-huh. I wasn't in year one. You would have been it. Yes. I actually, yeah. I probably, yeah. Um, actually, we did kind of have an AV club in that the, uh, art teacher had a video camera and every once in a while we would take it and just joke around and do stuff. Mm. So I guess I kind of was in the, <laughs> uh, ad hoc AV club, <laughs> but in any case, um, uh, like, here's how bad the emphasis on sports was. Um, this is kind of apocryphal as to how it actually happened. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that, um, like, I had my ninth grade science teacher, like, the general science teacher was also the football coach. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that he was the science teacher because it was more convenient to the school to hire him as a teacher mm-hmm. than it was to just hire him as a coach. Absolutely. Yeah, and, we didn't. We didn't have any specific coaching. Yeah, only, you, right. had to, you had. to teach. And they, um, I'm almost certain that he taught science because that's what was available at the time, and that's where they put him. This man knew nothing, nothing <laughs> about science, <laughs> not even a little bit. He would say, uh, like, and I remember this so vividly because I sat, I sat next to like uh, this really good friend of mine who was a really smart person. Um, and we just knew things about science because, you know, we had taken science before. Mm -hmm. There were, like, science classes in middle school, and we watched shows on PBS, and, like, anything. Anyone can absorb more (laughs) science. Hey, 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 Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, did you know that the Earth revolves around the sun? Uh, It it was kind of like that. Here here are some (laughs) gems. That's heresy! Burn that boy at the stake! Here are some gems. Uh, One time, (laughs) uh, he, we had this science uh, book and he was reading from it and it was about meteorology. Yeah. So it's like, you know, meteorology, here's where it comes from, blah, 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 blah. And his summary of it was <laughs> meteorology is called meteorology because people used to think that all weather was caused by meteors. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> He, a science te- teacher actually said that to me. This is not a joke. This is the sort of thing that, like, if you saw it on a sitcom, people would be like, no, that's too much. But no, this actually happened. He, there was, okay, so uh, there was this one time where he was like, okay, so um, when something gets cold, it contracts, and when something gets hot, it expands. He's like, that's why. Water contracts when it freezes. And it's like... And here's the thing. Yes, that is a special thing. One of the many amazing properties of water is that it does the opposite from most things. Water expands when it freezes. Yeah. Obviously, everybody knows that. I remember looking over at the girl who sat next to me and being like, what? What? Did he actually just say that? And I just like being completely baffled by it. And there was this kid... Who sat next to her, mm-hmm. um, and he thought this was hilarious. And he raised his hand and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, I actually did that experiment. And yeah, water totally contracts when <laughs> it freezes." He's like, "Thank you, Andre." And then just like continued with this. <laughs> like, this is a school. We're supposed to be learning stuff. Who is this person? Did he just sneak in here? Is he sleeping here? Is, is this his house? And, and, and no, what it was is that he was a football coach, uh-huh. and they had to put him somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We
0: had to give him a job. Uh, oh Wow. My gosh. Matthew, what do you have for number one?
1: <laughs> we've actually gotten really deep, and we've got a lot of complaints for guys who say that we don't, with the exception of Steven, that we don't hate high school. And I think that we've looked at you, you know, know kind if you, of a if
0: sociological if you If you went and talked to high school me, I'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I love high school. High school is great. Dude. Look at I all the things that I get to do. to high school, you. <laughs> but honestly, I think Immediately back, after high school, yeah. And I guess the other thing that's somewhat disappointing, and again, I had friends in high school, and I still talk with them, at least one of them, on a very regular basis. Mm. But the fact that all of them still live within, you know, 30 miles of yeah, that's, town... That's not, that's not necessarily dude,
2: a, a bad it's thing. Not,
3: miles, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it's not, uh, but... That blew my mind, though.
0: Say so what? When people,
3: like, people I know who graduated with me, like... Went and got degrees in the case they were like, Oh, what are you doing? Uh, I've been back met corner. You got an engineering degree. What yeah. are you gonna do there? I do huh. a farm, which is yeah. cool. I like, got fine with it. Like, he's a smart guy. I was just like, It blows my mind. People want to go back.
2: There are, there are basically three kinds of people one is the kind of person who decides what they want to do and goes and does that, mm-hmm. regardless mm-hmm. of where it is. The other is like the second is the kind of person. Who, no matter what they studied or whatever, mm-hmm. they're going to go back home. Yeah. No mm-hmm. matter what. Because yeah. that's where they're from and that's where they live and that's where all their toys are. Mm-hmm. So that's where they're going to go. And the third person is someone who actually just doesn't care and will either stay home or go somewhere else, but is actually just kind of drifting. Mm-hmm. Like, and all three of those people do not comprehend each other. Like, you, oh, can't, sure. you can't fathom what that must be like. Yeah.
1: Two, two of the girls that I had a crush on in 1984. Uh, are still in my hometown where I was in high school at the time. Her one of their Jamie's son is dating Kara's daughter. They live a few blocks apart. I still know where they both live because Kara lives in what was her childhood home. My sister still lives there. And some of her friends are the people that I went to high school with in 1983 and 84. It's boggling to me. I don't I I. I can't fathom that.
0: I know. That's the thing. It's just, it's just odd.
1: Just, yeah, it really is. My number one, getting back to the, my number one. Sure. We've dealt with a lot of really, really heavy stuff, some sociological stuff, some interpersonal stuff, emotional things, psychological things. But I think that my number one actually is probably the worst of all of them. This is the worst thing, literally. All of the high schools that I went to, all of the people that I interacted with, the single worst thing that I encountered between the years of 1983 and 1989 when I was in junior high and high school. The most heinous thing during those years, the thing that I cannot forgive anyone for any reason is the career of Brian Adams, starting with 1983's cuts like a knife, which goes, duh, 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 and then he had this time, which goes, duh, 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 and eventually Brian Adams decided that he was going to release a song called Summer of 69. Now, in 1969, Brian Adams was five years old. This is not a song about the year 1969, Stephen. Do you know what this song is about?
0: It's about when he got his first something real six string, bought it at a five and dime.
1: Dirty. He played it's about it until his fingers bled. Your subtext isn't even subtext, Brian Adams.
0: Me and some you guys from school had a all. band, and we tried real hard. Jimmy yeah, quit. Every got married.
1: single Brian Adams song never exactly get far. The same from 1984 to the year 2014 when i speak to you right now on august the 19th 2014 he's announced a new album and you know what it's going to sound like zach that that's what it's going to sound like that is why my number one high school thing that i hated brian f word adams
0: wow man you got issues
3: and that was
1: mic drop
3: good lord
0: <laughs> you got issues
1: and also you know also all that other stuff about uh deep learning and or growing up and all that crap
2: <laughs> i thought i thought that song came out in 1970 and he was just talking about like last <laughs> year, <day>, man
4: <laughs> like, hey, remember last, last year <laughs> that was great
2: <laughs> last year was good it was good times
4: yeah about yeah, it, man?
2: <laughs> yeah. I, look i just got my six string and i've been playing it all year so now i can actually write this song yeah. <laughs> good thing it only has three chords <laughs> Uh, you know, the good thing is
0: my high school has improved dramatically mm. in the years since I left. Well, I mean, the school is much larger than it is. They've incorporated. Oh, really? um, I guess it is eastern Kansas. Yeah. I mean, it, it has gotten bigger. The town has, has improved dramatically really? since I was a kid. So yeah, that's awesome. I know that there's probably a lot of people who are like, well, Stephen, that's not how Pomona is now. And how dare you say <laughs> those things? And blah, 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 blah. That's
2: fine. Uh, these that's, are these are what? my memories. Uh, uh, does Agent Smith live there now? Yeah,
0: probably, a big, Stephen.
4: You know, I... So just to kind of of
0: give
2: you just another perspective,
0: Mm -hmm. Um, we lived out in the country and uh, we had a two-story house. I have a two-story house. My bedroom was on the south side of the two-story house and we were south of town. So Mm -hmm. my view from my bedroom window was was about a (laughs) 10-mile view of woodland and grassland area. Mm -hmm. So – My view on civilization was minuscule growing Mm. up and until I was 14, 15 and had my first driver's license and my parents, I don't know if my parents were supportive enough of me or just total fools (laughs) to let me get in a pickup truck Mm -hmm. at 14, 15 years old and drive to Topeka and Lawrence and Kansas City at that age.
1: It was the 80s. I mean, 14 – driving at 14 in the 80s was the norm.
0: Oh, I know. But it's just the fact that it was like – I remember I took out out this girl uh, one time. We went to – I was like, oh, you want to go see a movie? And she's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's go. And um, uh, the first place that we went, the movie, we had missed it or it was sold out or something. And so she had to call her dad and she was like, "Uh, dad, can we – is it okay if I stay – and get home a little late. We're going to stick around and, and try to get the eight thirty movie. And the dad's like, "Yeah, but where are you at?" And she was like, uh, "We're in Overland Park." And your dad's like, "He took you all the way up there." And it's like that's a, f- a forty five minute uh, mm-hmm. drive. And it's just like I'm looking back. I'm like, I don't know if I would let my fourteen year old son <laughs> drive to. But- that's the equivalent of driving to Salina, almost yeah, uh, sure, of what I was here. going on today, or allowing your fourteen year old to go yeah. to to Wichita. Um, when they're but from a smaller community
1: at that time, you know, in 1984, it was also on Saturday, the norm to, you know, give your child breakfast, throw them out of the house and tell them to be home by dark. I mean, that, no, that mine was, was the way
0: the grass ain't going to cut itself.
1: <laughs> you better <laughs> okay. get out there.
0: Well,
1: I'll give you that. You know, you, you were a little more wicked stepmother. My grandmother was a lot more laissez faire. You know, she basically had two rules. Don't set it on fire and no heroin in the living room. But. There's, you know, I think about when I was a kid. And when I say kid, I'm talking 14, 15. I discovered age. that since, yeah, <laughs> since we lived on a slope, I could sneak out and get in the truck. And you didn't have to put oh, the key yeah, in yeah. to take mm-hmm. it out of gear. Pop the clutch. And you put it out in neutral and you'd roll south for about two blocks to where you could start it. And by the way, my truck started like this. <laughs>
2: never did it and then you never popped a clutch nope never snuck out never Never? like never nope never Never? like disobeyed my parents my parents were also like yeah just tell us when you get home that was my
0: dad's only thing he's just like just tell us when you get home i was like didn't care what time it was so i could go out and drink after a football game or something Mm -hmm. come home at two o'clock in the morning you go hey dad i'm home okay okay
2: I think I think when my I, parents were like, "Don't you want to like go hang out with your friends?" And I'm like, "Nah, <laughs> I don't like." Uh, I was, nah, nah. I don't know. I generally stayed out of trouble in high school yeah. though, too. So,
0: oh, I was
3: out of trouble. I just, didn't I didn't necessarily get in get trouble when I was too.
1: 17. I woke up on Sunday morning. It was like 7 a.m. Um, with a girl who then later became my girlfriend. At the time, I did not know her on the slippery slide in the park. Because my car battery was dead because we had done basically a slab dance, but nobody brought music. So we backed up several cars and opened the doors and had the, you know, the speakers in the doors play the music from the local radio station. My battery ran down and I apparently, and I don't necessarily remember this, I apparently decided, oh, I'll just sleep here on the slippery slide. I'm not sure how the girl was involved, but the best part was my stepfather was really thrilled to come and jumpstart my car at seven o'clock in the morning. I think yeah, that that's probably my, his favorite memory of me and I'm saying that with utter sarcasm. I I don't know if you can tell.
0: I think There's I think at some point
1: said. I
0: think at some point we should do our favorite things sure. about high school, just <laughs> yeah. to offset it. Because Orcher. I don't want people just yeah, yeah, I honestly yeah, 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 I honestly don't want people thinking that I'm so totally bitter about my yeah, high school and, and, experience.
2: And you know, that like we we were talking about it before the show. Um this this list was hard for me. It was hard mm-hmm. for me to come up with yeah. five things that I didn't like about high school. I mean, obviously, mine were,
3: like, super small. I just tried to exaggerate them yeah, to bigger yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but that's
1: the thing. I mean, Exaggeration is part bad. of storytelling. Oh, sure. High school for you is three years ago. Or four or five years Seven ago. Seven years ago. Five? That would be easier. Yeah, but
3: what are you, five three, years three? ago. 23, yeah. Five years ago. High
1: school for me was
3: the Reagan Six years ago. 20, 25 years ago.
1: remember Ronald Reagan?
3: No, I, I mean... That guy?
1: He may have been dead when you were born, now that I think of it. Oh. No, here you- he wasn't 91. dead. Ronald Reagan only died like 10, died, 10 years ago. Yeah, he
3: only, I went to his uh, thing in California. It's up in uh, his library thing.
1: Oh, well, clearly he must have been alive if you went to his
0: library. <laughs> Come on! There's no libraries before I was born, Matthew. Matthew. <laughs>
1: All right, listeners, we have, no shared, one was alive then.
0: we have shared the top five things that we hated about high school. It's your turn to head over to Majorspoilers.com. Use the comment section and share your top five things that you hated about high school. And I promise in a future episode, uh, four or five episodes from now, we will do a top five things that we loved about high school. At which point we'll
1: realize that we don't have five, and we all did.
0: Uh, I can can think of five very easily. Very quickly, I can think of five. So, uh, listeners, you take care of that. We'll take care of this. Why? Because everybody loves a list, and we will talk with you soon. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas for future shows, or would like to sponsor a show, send an email to podcast at majorspoilers.com. Visit majorspoilers at majorspoilers.com and be sure to check out the Major Spoilers Forum. You can also follow Major Spoilers on Twitter at twitter.com slash majorspoilers.